Today we're going to be looking at three things you can use to motivate your athletes into action. So let's get into it. G'day everyone, Coach Craig Rowe from Oswish Academy and The Coach Approach. If you're a beginner coach or teacher, then you're in the right place because this is where we help you help your athletes improve by offering you tips that you can use to get the most out of your players. Now, today we're going to be looking at three things that you can do to motivate your players. And I'm going to also give you a little tip at the end on the best methodology to give a constructive criticism to your athletes when they're executing their skills at training. So make sure you stick around for that. So let's get into it. The very first thing I want you guys to consider before we get into the three tips is what motivates us at the simplest of levels. Now, marketing and politicians or politics understand this fully, but we're mostly motivated by fear or love. Now, those two things are actually really simple and they really do motivate most people into the actions they take. So when you understand this, it becomes a lot easier to actually motivate your athletes. So let's look at the first thing that we like to use to motivate our athletes. Now, the very first thing we use to motivate our athletes would be the simplest one is praise now what we talk about in basketball is what gets praised gets repeated so we want to constantly give our athletes positive feedback when they do things well what that does is it makes them want to repeat the action much like a lab rat who's touching a button to get a reward get some food so too athletes like the feeling of getting a reward when they do something correctly on court or at training. So it's only natural that when we praise them, they're going to want to repeat that action. So what gets praised gets repeated. And that is the first tip that I would say as a coach, you need to be constantly praising your athletes for the things that they actually do well. And that way you'll get those actions repeated. Now, the second thing that we can do to motivate athletes is actually punishment. So this is the fear element. With praise, it's actually releasing dopamine into the brain. So every time they do something good, they feel good about themselves. The problem with punishment is it can have the opposite effect if actually overused. So some coaches who have an authoritarian style may actually fear their athletes into action but the problem with that is, is if you do it too much, you can actually fear them into inaction and that can become a real problem. So like a rat, again, in a lab test, if you were to have it running through a maze and at the end of the maze, it received a reward. So it got some food and then you decided to put a little electrode under the maze and decided to zap them a few times, which would be cruel, of course, then what happens is the rat will stop itself from going to get the food if it thinks after a few times it's been zapped. So that's the same psychology that we have if we're constantly being punished when we make a mistake. What actually happens is we can actually be forced into inaction out of fear of reprisal. So fear isn't always the best method. However, there are times you can punish athletes to motivate them to buy into certain rules and behaviors. So basketball is a team sport. So it's important that you have boundaries. And this is how society works. We have laws 
that if you cross or break those lines or laws, then you're going to be punished or face a penalty. And we'll talk about penalties in a moment. But facing punishment is good if it's to more or less set an example of what a standard should be for your group. So for example, turning up late, if you make someone do push-ups, or if people are misbehaving and you want to uh, make them run lines or something like that, their punishment should be used with a reason to say this is unacceptable to hold people to account. Now using punishment when people make a mistake, that's questionable because ultimately we learn by mistakes. And if you're fearing people into fearing that they may make a mistake, your approach may not deliver the outcome that you're actually looking for. So consider that carefully before you scold or give reprisal to someone or give a punishment if it's not something that's about standards because ultimately our game is an imperfect game and there's going to be mistakes. Now, here's the beautiful thing that you need to know about our game and any sport for that matter, is if you wanna combine the two, the love element and the fear element, then all we gotta do is create competition. So this is where the concept of penalties comes in. So with penalties, what you're actually doing is you're saying, we're going to play a little competitive game here and the winner is going to reap some rewards. So they're gonna get some love, they're gonna get the dopamine hit, but the people who fail in their attempt to win a competitive action, they're going to get a penalty. But here's the thing about that approach, when you put people into competition, is competition is rewarding because there's actually growth. So regardless of whether you're a winner or loser, you're actually growing when you're in a competitive environment. Com competition creates growth even if you are actually losing. And that is actually why we tend to stay and play the game. Now think about it. You might be in a league where there are 10 teams and only one team's gonna win the championship. Yet the next year, you're still gonna have 10 teams come back and nine of them are going to buy for a losing position. So if, if it was all about winning, we wouldn't continue to play the game. So just those thoughts there around praise, what gets praised gets repeated. Don't overuse punishment. Punishment has its place, but don't fear people into inaction. Understand that when you punish or over punish and use those types of penalties for punishing mistakes, you may actually result in people locking up and not making good decisions out of fear that they will be punished for their mistakes. And the last one is what we're doing anyway is competing. And, and it's the ideal situation is to have a situation where you penalize a team which doesn't win. And therefore that's a motivating factor to try to move your development as an athlete and team forward. So, so I highly recommend uh, using penalties as opposed to punishments, but of course, the penalty may be five push-ups or line runs, but they understand that the reason they're doing them is because they weren't up to par. They didn't win. And that's uh, a way you can work with both love and fear. Now, I said at the start of the video that I would share a methodology to provide a critical eye when assessing or providing feedback to your athletes. So that the most common method, and teachers may well know this, but if you're a beginner coach, you may not, is actually to use what we call the sandwich method. Now, the sandwich method of criticism basically works very simply. It works like this. 
is you state to your athlete that they did something well, then you state to your athlete the area that they need to improve, and then you finish on a high note. So what I'll actually do is I'll put a, a brief video demonstrating this approach of, of how I do it in the real world so that you can understand exactly what the approach is. Good. Look comfortable doing that, but you just need to keep your balance hand on it to protect it. Just lay, just lay, just delay, that's all. So the sandwich method, I'll say it again, is a little bit of praise, a little bit of reprisal, and then a little bit of praise. The idea of leaving them in a moment of praise for the things that they do well, because after all, they're gonna do some things well and other things not, is to give them that dopamine hit. Because remember, what gets praised gets repeated. And that's another episode of The Coach Approach. So thanks for joining me. I hope you'll join me again next week for another episode where we'll look at some more motivating factors for your athletes. So until then, make sure you hit the like button, comment if you feel you want to ask a question, by all means, leave one in the comments below and we will work to get back to you. You can also email me, info at ozswish.com if you want to know anything about what we've talked about here in today's video or have any other questions. And with that, thank you very much for being here and hopefully we'll see you in the next one. Thanks for checking out this episode of The Coach Approach. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please take time to leave a like, hit the subscribe button if you haven't yet subscribed, and also feel free to share your own experience in the comments below. We hope to see you again in the next one.